Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. What? What? Don't, don't let friends feed kibble. How are you guys today? You doing all right? You might hear some barking. I happen to have my grand dogs here with me today, along with my two. That's a sphincter load of dogs now. It's <laughs> a lot of dog. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have... Uh, many dogs. Uh, one of our customers actually had seven when he started with us and I think 19 when he ended up moving away. But yeah, he he was rescuing dogs. It took very good care of them. Uh, 19 dogs. That's a lot. All right. Today, we're going to talk about the benefits of collodial silver for pets and how to find the right one because um, you know, there's a lot of them out there in the world. Uh, we're also going to talk about finicky cats. And this information is coming from our friends at Adored Beast. And we love the Adored Beast products. You can find them all right there in our supplement section. What's my favorite phytoplankton and your go-to? Um, now, I love them all. But I'm just saying when I travel, I make sure that I always have the your go-to product because let's just say that your dog gets hurt in some sort of way. This your go-to is like, you know, the first aid. You just squirt it in their mouth and um, until you can get them maybe more appropriate treatment if they need more. A lot of times they just need this to keep uh, any kind of inflammation down, to keep, uh, you know, fevers down, things like that. So I love your go-to. I also love Gut Soothe. Let's say you're going on a trip and uh, your dog has a bout of diarrhea because they get excited or maybe you, somebody slipped in a treat that they weren't supposed to. Gut Soothe is perfect for that. And then colloidal silver, okay, colloidal silver is great, and I'll tell you why. Um, it's an antiviral, antifungal, natural antibiotic. Um, so it's, you know, it should be in your first aid kit, and this is why I travel with it. So uh, from Adored Beast, you know, they make this product. What exactly is colloidal silver, and what What's its safety profile? How, how can you use it for your animals? And how can you get the best product on the market? Okay. So the colloidal silver, what, what is it really? So look, it's a solution that canes, contains these tiny silver particles and they're suspended in liquid. And it's usually... Um, deionized water, okay? Deionized water. It's negatively charged, so it interacts with harmful, positively charged bacteria, disrupt, uh, disrupting their function. So it stops them from receiving enzymes and oxygen, and that's how it kills them. 
and by stopping the bad bacteria from harming or causing further harm to the body. Um, now, once these initial bacteria are killed off, that dead bacteria may be able to go on to kill surviving pathogens. And scientists call this the zombie effect, the zombie effect where these dead are able to go on killing surviving pathogens. That's just like the movies. And I wonder if it's actually going to come true one day. Anyway, research shows that the antibacterial silver ions in the colloidal silver bind to essential cell components, preventing lingering bacteria from performing even the most basic functions. So that's what colloidal silver does. But there are a few important things to note when it comes to finding the right colloidal silver for pets. You know, people always start out with a great product and then companies that just want to make money, they're like, how do I make money off of this product? But they don't necessarily do it in the most pure way or the best way. Okay. Um, but here is the major issue. Um, and it 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 doesn't adhere to the adored beast philosophy. And what, what it means is this, is that colloidal silver, because of its antibacterial properties, okay, and most colloidal silvers don't just target bad bacteria. They kill the bad, but they also destroy the good. And that's exactly how antibiotics function. Now, Adored beasts, they don't they don't like that philosophy. If you know about them, they're not big on killing the good bacteria. Why would we do that? We're trying to make dogs healthy. So that is why it's important for you to understand the difference between the colloidal silver in the adored beast line and other colloidal silvers that you find out there in the marketplace. Okay. Um they found a solution and it's called Silver Soul, Silver Soul, S-O-L technology. So what this difference in technology does is it removes an electron from the silver, okay? But it wants that missing electron and the easiest place to find it is in a pathogen. Now, a pathogen is a disease-causing uh, bacteria, okay? So if you remove that particular electron from the silver that's in most colloidal silvers, it's in this function, in this way, that it targets the bad bacteria but leaves the friendly bacteria alone, okay? Because when you remove the electron from the silver, it wants that missing electron, so it goes looking for it, and it finds it in the bad bacteria. But this technology even goes further, okay? Um, they also use molecular resonance effect technology, or they call it MRET, because who could say that all the time? Um, and that's the activated deionized water. And this technology takes the water molecule, which is normally triangular in shape, and makes it flat and linear. And why does this matter? 
Well, because when it's triangular shape, it's much harder for that molecule to pass into these um, small, small openings in cell membranes. But when it becomes flat and linear, it can pass right into the cell. And that makes it exponentially more effective. Okay. So that is one of the biggest, biggest um, things that you want to look at when shopping for colloidal silver. Make sure you don't mistakenly buy ionic silver. Okay. This isn't actually colloidal silver because it doesn't contain silver particles. Many products marketed as colloidal silver are actually ionic. Um, and why is that? Because ionic silver requires a low degree of production and tends to cause cost less. Wow, shocker, shocker that people would would uh, would do that, right? Um, all right. So anyway, the colloidal silver soul with the MRET is what we carry, what we have, and it's fabulous for your pets. It's safe and effective. Although sometimes I hate that phrase, safe and effective, because it's been so misused. But here is what you would want to use this topical uh, colloidal silver with. Okay, if you use it topically, um, you're going to use it for skin infections, ear infections, eye infections, cuts and scrape, burns, itching, and inflammation. So it's going to promote the healing and cut down on those um, infections. Okay. Um, you want to spray it directly on the area or apply a small amount to a cotton gauze pad and apply it to the skin. And they don't like the cotton balls. Don't use cotton balls guys, because those fine fibers, those get stuck to the wound. So, um, make sure you're using cotton gauze pads. All right. Now, if you're going to use colloidal silver internally to kill pathogenic bacteria in the body uh, and stop it in its tracks, it, let's say that your dog has some kind of a fungi. It's a potent anti-microbial uh, mi antibacterial property. Um, and so you can use it for things like UTIs, uh, yeast overgrowth, oral health issues, um, in that way. So maybe you want to, um, you know, work with somebody uh, like Neely Piazza on these colloidal silver, or you can always ask us how you would use that internally as well. It's a great, great product. I love it. Colloidal Silver Soul, S-O-L. All right. That's the one that you really uh, want to use if you're going to use colloidal silver. All right, let's talk a little bit about finicky, finicky cats. Man, cats don't want you to figure them out, but I'm going to tell you guys something that I've been watching a big cat eat the deer that it took down uh, in my backyard this week. Now the deer, uh, the, the big cat, okay, so the mountain lion took him down, uh, killed him, and then um, other creatures came in. We had two bears and they, they kind of just sniffed and knocked it around, um, ate a little bit. Then we, uh, the, the big cat, the mountain lion came back every night and munched on it. The birds did a fantastic job of eating it. Um, then the coyotes came in and uh, within three days, this carcass is almost gone. I mean, all the hides been pulled off everything, but watching them, they not, I, I don't think any of them were back there looking for kibble. I don't. It's just weird. Um, 
they they must have uh yeah they they were looking for kibble they were like give me the meat the bone and the organs and the fox man they were getting themselves down into that uh cavity right the the rib cavity and pulling out the heart and pulling out the lungs i mean they were all over the organs but cats can be really really picky guys and i feel for you i mean even dogs can be picky but um you know if you try to give a cat something they won't like they just aren't going to eat it I, and you can't starve them out and you shouldn't starve them out um you you need to um know how to help them right and so you got to start small and you got to start slow um so let's talk about cat supplements specifically. Um, and we're not, we're, we don't like kibble for cats. I don't think it's good for cats. I certainly, like I just said, um, your little cat is a descendant of this big cat, right? And your little cat could take down a deer if they were the size of the mountain lion. All right. No cat should eat kibble, but if they do, um, you're going to have to probably give them some supplementation because they're not going to get it from the kibble. Um, so how do you do this? This is coming from our friends over at Adored Bee. Start smart and slow. And uh, they say, look, if you're going to give supplements like Felix Flora, um, there's some other cat supplements that we carry uh, that are the Adored Beast product. But you, you need to follow the directions on the jar, but that doesn't mean you have to go to the full recommended amount right away, okay? For example, if your cat's ideal daily amount of a given supplement is one teaspoon, well, work up to that over time. Start with a quarter of a teaspoon, um, you know, on week one, then a half a teaspoon week two and so on. That way you're not overwhelming your kitty kitty because listen, they know when there's something new in the bowl and they're like, I am not, I'm not taking that. You're not going to make me, I'm a cat. And if I was bigger, I'd be a mountain lion and I'd be the king of the jungle. All right. So I'm not doing it in the house. All right. They say, so number two, offer new options in nature. Cats are very open to trying new foods. And while they may be happy eating the same food day in and day out, they also may be very open to trying new things. This can include different protein sources. Um, even if you have to put these protein sources on top of the kibble. I'm not a fan of the kibble. There are a lot of people that, um, you know, will say just give a little bit of raw. But cats are a little bit different. Um, it, sometimes they just won't eat at all, but raw food toppers, you know, you can just put those on the top and see if they will eat those. Okay. They will add extra moisture to your cat's food, which is super important. And, um, you can also trick them. So they say, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think cats know you're tricking them, but if, if your cat has a favorite treat, you know, grind them up really, really fine in a blender or a coffee grinder and mix them with a supplement. So we're talking about supplements, guys. We're talking about how do you get some type of supplementation into your cat like a Felix Flora. Um, you got to trick them with a treat, mix them with the supplement and a little water, and then maybe you pour it on top of your cat's food. And um, maybe that will mask the taste of the supplement. 
And then try to find a supplement that will appeal to cats. And what would that be? Well, Julia Lee says that most cats enjoy seafood. Uh, so we know that omega-3s are fairly easy to introduce, okay, if they're, if they're not eating any type of fish. And we don't want them to eat fish all the time. Um, and they've got to have other types of proteins. But let's say you're going to introduce the omega-3s. Uh, if there's a fishy smell to it, um, usually they like that. And don't do anything that has flavor enhancers, okay? So like don't do any kind of supplementation that has like beef flavoring or chicken flavoring or anything like that. That is not going to be good for your cats. But let's just say um, they enjoy some of the seafood or maybe they do eat fish you could put your omega-3s um, in the kibble if you need to. The fishier smell, the better. We have the potency and the green-lipped muscle. Uh, those are great. Those are great. Um, so what are the supplements that I might be talking about? What are the supplements that your cats would benefit from? Well, they're going to certainly benefit from omega-3s, okay? Because that's a really an essential part of your cat's diet. Uh, Omega-3s help support heart brain health. They promote healthy skin, the joints, reduces inflammation. Instead of just fish oil, because I know you, a lot of people tell me they buy fish oil out there on Chewy.com, which um, I don't, we, we really haven't vetted out those companies and a lot of those oils can be rancid, but you can do an algae oil, algae oil, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and that is the potent C from Adored Beast that's on our website. Also, your cats will benefit from pre and probiotics. Uh, they, What do those do? Uh, that is something that's going to promote gut health. Um, it's going to balance out that intestinal gut bacteria and provide the enzymes that help with digestion and that keeps the gut healthy. Um, so many of your kittens today have chronic vomiting and soft stool issues, and that's primarily due to kibble. But if you're going to do kibble, go ahead and get some pre and probiotics to put into their body. Um, love bugs is one of the ones that the cats um, can have. Look when you're picking your pre and probiotics on our website that they do say for cats. Not all of them are for cats. The love bugs is. Phytoplankton. This is one of my very favorites, and I keep phytoplankton around all the time. It's a single-celled organism that offers trace minerals, chlorophyll, essential amino acids, fatty acids, protein, and it's complete nutrition that absorbs and resonates with the body's synergistic process. Phytoplankton, it's called phytosynergy. I love that. My dogs get it every week, okay? Every single week. And so I do fish, I do real fish, I also do phytoplankton, and I also do um, potency and green lip muscle. And the last one that your kitties can benefit from is going to be digestive enzymes. And those are really important, guys, if your cat is eating the kitty crack, aka dry food. Um, you're going to add these digestive enzymes. It's a powder. Add them to bone broth or some goat's milk. Um prior to or after the meal. And this is really going to help the body digest food, which can be more difficult to process with kibble. 
Okay. All of these are from Adored Beasts. I carry them on my site at rawdogfoodandcompany.com. We are here for your dogs, but we're also here for your kitties. And people ask me all the time, what can cats eat in the raw diet? They can eat any of the blends. Typically, cats do not eat the fruits and veggies. However, I do have cats that are eating the HVM blends. It's called Healthy Variety Mixes. Those do have 7% fruits and veggies, but by and large, your cat is a meat eater, meat eater, meat, bones, and organ. And one of the ones that the cats really like is the rabbit and tripe. Cats really tend to like the pork as well. So try them all. If you have cats and dogs, super easy. Give your cats time to sniff the dog bowl, maybe give them some of the dog food and see how they do. All right. Get your dogs and cats on a species-appropriate diet. Get them over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com today, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Yeah. <laughs>